Welcome to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your host, motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Be sure to check out Greg at www.gregdwyer.com. That's www.gregdwyer.com. Now on to our show. Take it away, Greg. Okay, it is February 11, 2024. The topic today is on business. So if you have a business, I think you might want to listen. My only regret is I didn't listen to this like 10 years ago because I just discovered this. But I feel passionate about it. I want to share it with you today. It's called the Business Model Canvas. Now, here's the idea behind it. You can have a wonderful idea. Like, let's say you want to write a book or you want to sell something on a website or you want to be a consultant of some sort. doesn't matter what you want to do. I, I remember when I was a kid, I went door to door selling seeds and content. I need to get advice if you sold so many seeds. I remember my sister and I, we, sell, we sold lemonade. You know, so having a business or having something to do to exchange your time and energy for money has been kind of in my thinking for years. But I never heard of this business model canvas until the beginning of this year, and I'm so glad that I did. Now, here's the reason why. You can have a great idea, but not be successful. Just because you have an idea, like to write a book about something, that doesn't mean you're going to be a bestseller. You can put up a website, that doesn't mean anybody's going to see it. You could be a consultant or you could be a speaker. There's so many things you can do. But if you don't have a business model, a lot of this will die on your lips. It won't get to the marketplace. So the business model canvas is a template that gets you to take your ideas and put them on paper. Now, there's another way of doing this, and it's what I've been doing for years, and that is to not have a map or to not have a model on paper, just simply have something in my head and then run with it. You know, it's like, can you imagine running outside your door, jumping in your car, and you're going to a new location, and you forgot your phone, or you don't have your GPS, and you don't have a map, I don't think it happens anymore. But, you know, in my day, you get in the car and you have to unfold a map. That's how old I am. But imagine you're going somewhere new. I don't know where it is. You decide. But you don't know how to get there. You have no map. You have no GPS. You have no phone. You know, you're just driving. And then the worst thing that can happen is you meet people along the way. You start asking them for directions. And then they tell you something. And sometimes they don't tell you the right thing. In business, you have a lot of people that are going to tell you things that don't work. They make it easy. They say, oh, go this way, go that way. Money is lost that way. Now, obviously, trial and error, you're going to learn, you're going to get experience. That's, that's important. But if you can take your ideas and get really clear about it and put it down on paper, you have a better chance of succeeding in business. Because here's, 
Here's what I know. Just because you have a great idea does not mean you are going to be successful. What if this could take 5, 10, 15, 20 years off your learning curve? I really do believe it can. So while you're listening to me or even after, go and do a Google search. Type in business model canvas. You can also go to YouTube and do the same thing and watch a couple demos. Not that difficult. In the month of January 2024, I have this as an exercise because I'm in a, a class that's talking about business from Concordia, Wisconsin, and we had to create one for our business. You know, when I first looked at it, it seemed intimidating. But then when you get into it, it really isn't. But what it does for you is it's able to get you to think clearly not only about the idea that you might have, but how you're going to bring it to the marketplace. So if you're listening to me right now and you're looking at the business model canvas, either on YouTube or Google or Wikipedia, it's a PDF that you can download for free. Or you can do it on the computer. And there are nine sections to the business model. Now, I am sure this isn't the only one, and I'm sure that I don't have all the history about this business model. All I know is it gave me clarity, and I think it will for you. So if you're a counselor, if you're a consultant, if you're an author, if you're a speaker, if you're a performer, even if you're a performer, it doesn't matter. This can help you. So it's divided into what I would say three sections. The right but the right side of the business model canvas is about your customer base. The other side, the left side, is about the activities and resources that you will use to reach these people. So left and right, right? You have on the right your customers. On the left, you have the activities that will help you reach these people. Now, right now, we here in Connecticut are in February, going into spring in a couple of weeks, right? And you want to plant in spring, and you want to nurture in the summer, and you want to reap in the fall. You certainly don't want to plant in the winter. So doing the right things at the wrong time can be a disaster. Now, I'm speaking from experience. I've never had a business model. I've never heard about this model canvas. So I was listening to people, making it up as I go, learning from my experience, which has is, helped me. But having something like this allows you to be really clear. Now, talk about the right, I also talked about the left. In the middle is your value proposition. This is what you bring to the marketplace. This is what makes you unique. And then at the bottom, here's two sections. One is revenue streams and the other one is cost structure. So there are nine sections to this. I'm going to give a brief overview. I'm not going to get into details, but I will tell you it took me less than an hour to do this. And you can do this for many businesses. If you're an author or your speaker or an entertainer, or your consultant, you can take and download this PDF and you can run on your business and it'll change and it will grow. 
But again, here's the idea. The idea is just because you have an idea doesn't mean you're going to be successful. You really have to think this out. So here's an example. A friend of mine in the UK, years ago, he was performing all the time, doing mind reading and being a performer. So he started this company where he taught people how to think from a business point of view as performers, which is fine. But then when you look at the industry of people who are entertainers, whether they're magicians or jugglers or mind readers, first of all, there are not that many of those people. And on top of it, not that many of them have a lot of disposable income. They don't have thousands of dollars to throw into training, right? So you have to think this out. You can create the best product in the world, but if the people that you want to sell it to are not huge, the market is huge, and on top of it, they don't have a lot of, you know, disposable income because they're either part-time or doing other things besides that, that business will fail. Wouldn't you want to know that ahead of time? Wouldn't you want to have a map ahead of time? Would you jump in your car and just drive without knowing where you're going? No. So this business model canvas can help you. So the first thing we're going to look at is the right side of the PDF, and it's called the customer segment. These are the people you want to serve. And, and the reason why I say serve is, you know, a lot of times people don't like the word sell. I don't want to sell people on what I have. Okay, I, I get it. I understand that. That could be another podcast in and of itself. But who are the people that you think could benefit from your book, right? or your speech, or your entertainment. Who are those people? Now, here is the mistake that I made 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, but here's the mistake that I made. I thought that my product was for everyone. I, I just didn't have this mindset of really thinking through yeah, as they say, the avatar or the customer segment. Um, there are very few products that are that are right for everyone. My, my friend Paul Draper was saying this the other day. There are very few products that are for everyone, for men and women, for rich and poor. You know, certain products, yes, right? Like food, got it? But even in food, there are different categories, there's organic, you know, there's there's whole foods, there's there's so many different options. And so the customer segment is getting really clear on who you are going to serve. Now in the case of my friend, he was doing business training for magicians and jugglers and mind reading people, people that did mind reading. Okay, fine. So he knew who those people were. But the segment isn't that big. It's small. So I don't know how he's doing in business. In fact, I know he's down to do other things. But the first thing you do is you sit down and you go, okay, who is this book written for? Who am I trying to reach? Who is my avatar? Who is my customer? Who is the person that will want what I have? And if you sit back and you say, it's everyone, most likely you're in, a, you're in a problem situation because it's hard to reach everyone, everything. It, it's very difficult. Um, 
David Newman said this a couple years ago to me. He says, it's like boiling the ocean. You know, it's very, very, very difficult to boil the ocean. But it's a lot easier to boil pot and stove. It's a lot easier to fish in one small segment of the world. So when you think about your great idea, whatever it is, whatever you want to bring to the marketplace, whatever you want to bring to help people, to serve people, the first thing you should think about according to this business model campus is who are these people? Like, who are they? What do they look like? Where do they shop? Where can they be found? What do they need? It's really important because if you have a product that is for everyone, the chances are you're not going to be able to reach them. You're just not going to be able to scale your business fast enough and big enough to reach everyone. So that's the first thing to think about. That is the customer segment. The next one is what is called the customer relationship. What kind of relationship do you want to have with your customers? Is it where you are meeting with them all the time? Or is it, you know, in the sense that it's done online and it's automated and there's no really interaction? Are you doing Zoom calls with these people? Are you visiting them? Are you pressing flesh, shaking hands? Are you meeting them every week, every month, every year? You know, you have to figure out the kind of relationship that you want. Now, myself as a speaker, the relationship that I have with this company changes because I go to another company or I go to another event, right? So my customer base, sure, do I want referrals? Yes. Do I want repeat business? Yes. But that doesn't mean I'm in their life and they're in my life 24-7. You know, there's not that close connection because I'm on to the next event. I'm on to the next thing. I'll kind of circle back, keep me in mind, give me some references. But when it comes to the relationship, you have to think, are, are these people going to come out and hear me speak? Are these people going to come out and buy my book? What is the kind of relationship that you want with these people? Is it intimate or is it distant? Is it, uh, you know, automated in the sense that they go to Amazon or they go to a place and just simply download the book and there's no connection at all? You have to think about that. Now, we're still on the right side of the PDF business model canvas. The next thing is the channel. The channel how how is your product going to get to people? You have to be there 24-7. You know, in other words, if you're doing coaching, right, you've got to be there. Like, if you've got 20 clients this week or 20 clients this month, you've got to be there. Now, maybe you go to Florida, maybe you travel, but you've got to have your laptop in front of you, you've got to have your phone. This is the channel. The channel is going to be Zoom. The channel is going to be online. The channel is going to be the computer. The channel is going to be some kind of media. How are you going to get your product to the people? So we're looking at, before we get into the value proposition, before we get into your product, before we get into your services, we're asking the question here, who do you want to serve? What kind of relationship do you want to have with them? And how are you going to get your product out to these people? All right, so think about that. Fast commercial will be back in 34 seconds. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show. Brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Do you wish you could sharpen your focus on what matters most to you and achieve more? 
then you owe it to yourself to read Greg's ebook at gregswireebook.com. That's www.gregswireebook.com. Download it today and give it away. As always, we want to thank you for listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Now back to our show. Take it away, Greg. We are talking about the business model, Kim. I wish I heard about this 10 years ago. If you're listening to my voice, hopefully you're going on Google, on YouTube, Wikipedia. Take a look at this. Just do a search, the business model canvas. Download the PDF. There's some commentary that will walk you through the questions. There's two styles. We just completed a brief overview of the right side of the PDF. Who's your customer? What kind of relationships do you see you having with them? And what are the channels for distribution? Is Walmart going to be handling it? Is Amazon going to be handling it? Are you going to be doing it? Do you have to be there 24-7? How is it going to get out? Like myself, as a speaker, there's only one great wire. There's only one person that has a message about focus and uses magic. I have to be there. Now, I can't outsource it, right? I can't clone it. So these are some of the things you think about when you're thinking about your book, your consulting, your speech, your performance, whatever your idea is. Who's your customer? What's the relationship you have with them? How are you going to get into this? Okay. In the middle of the PDF, the middle of the business model canvas, is your value proposition, your value proposition. How are you unique? How are you different? Do you give a money-back guarantee? Do you get it to them quicker than anybody else? Is your customer service better than anybody else? See, you know, you think of different brands. You think of different uh, outlooks, not outlooks, um, outlets of, uh, of products. What makes them unique? What makes them special? And what makes you special? What makes your book so great? What makes your speech so great? What makes whatever your idea different from everyone else? Years ago, I heard about this, the unique selling proposition. What's unique about you? What is unique about what you provide? You have to think, you know, how are you different from other companies? You know, there's only so many things in the world. You have to figure out, is it because you get it there faster, your customer service is great, or because you provide great service at a really low cost, or maybe maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you charge millions. Maybe you charge thousands, or other people charge hundreds. Maybe, you know, your focus is to the affluent. So you charge, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for your services. So you have to think about this, you know. When you look at somebody like Tony Robbins, you know, he'll have an audience that pays $500 to go to one of his seminars online or in person, but he also has a platinum program for people that can spend $100,000 easily a year who will go up to the next level and pay another $100,000. That's not everybody, right? And you don't want to be talking to somebody making 50000 20000 30000 $40,000 a year and, you know, pounce on them to go to the next level to the platinum partnership. So maybe, just maybe, that value proposition is you get to hang around with Tony and you get to hang around with people that got a lot of money or $100,000 or a million dollars is not a big deal, right? So that's an example of value proposition. What is it that you provide that's different from your competition? So. So far, we've covered the right side and the middle. The middle is very important. 
So on the left side, there's a couple things. One is key partnerships. The other one is key activities and key resources. Let's start with key activities. If you do the right activity at the wrong time, it's not going to work. So you can have people consult you and say, hey, this is what you should do, right? The first question I would ask is, did you do that? And then in what sequence did you do it? In other words, did you do it when you were small or when you were a medium company or a large company? So I think where people get into trouble is, you know, they don't have the sequence correct. This is really important. What are the key activities that are going to generate income? Because let's face it, a lot of times people focus on things that are a distraction. They're just not worth the time. And you really have to stop and think, okay, I know who my customer is. I know the relationship and the channels and I know my value proposition, what are the key activities that I should be doing to reach out to these people? Where do they meet? Where do they meet and what should I do? Is it email? Is it cold calling? Is it networking? Is it knocking on doors? Is it social media? If so, which social media? So all of this, you know, when I look at this, I'm thinking about this right now, this is like a puzzle that you put together, if you don't have the map, you don't have the PDF, you're probably going to put it together if you stay in business long enough, right, by trial and error. But if you sit down with paper and pen and you download this PDF and you work on it, you're like, wow, this makes sense. These are the things that I need to be doing that is going to generate income. And these other things, I need to outsource. i got to get somebody else to do that process. I got someone else to do that I got someone else to, because what's going to bring me income is doing these key activities, okay? So when you're thinking about your book or your conferences, your, whatever you're doing, whatever product you have, you think about your activities, the key activities. Then you think about the resources. Can you go six months without money? You know, can you, can you have, uh, you know, somebody loan you money? Uh, do you have savings? What are the resources that you have currently that's going to help you in the game? I know in the speaking world, you know, I, I talked to some speakers, they're up $20,000 in the month, and next month they're down to $5,000, or they're down to nothing. It's the same thing in real estate, right? You think about real estate, up and down. It's like a roller coaster. So what are the resources that you have? Um, and they could be intellectual resources. They could be people, friends, coworkers, hiring people to help you with this business model. And you step back and you go, wow, I have a lot of resources. That's the key, being resourceful, knowing that, you know, you're going to bring this product, whatever it is, to market, but you can't do it without money. My friend uh, a couple years ago who lives here in Connecticut went on Shark Tank, and I think they gave him over $300,000 as a resource. So you got to have resources. you got to think about what are your key resources because, let's face it, you can't reach your market if you don't have the time and the revenue to do it. If you're working 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week, when are you going to have time for you got to think about it. All right, the next one is key partnerships. Who are the people that are helping you? It could be Zoom. It could be Google. It could be a web designer. It could be a graphic designer. Uh, I don't do everything. There's no way. I, I don't have time to learn graphic design work. I don't have time to figure out 
video. I have a gentleman that I work with. He loves this sort of thing. He is so much into it. So what do you do? You outsource those people. You say, you know what? He might not be on my payroll, but he's part of my partnership, right up there with GoDaddy, right up there with Zoom, right up there with my cell phone company or my WordPress site, right? So these are your partnerships. My creditor, a couple of weeks ago, I just got back. I did some print work with them. I don't want to do print work. I don't want. I want to do the key activities that are going to generate me income. Believe me, I wish someone sat down with me when I was in my 50s and explained this to me. It would have saved me so much time. Okay, we only have two things left. After we looked at the customer relationship side, and then we looked at what you would be doing, which is the key activities key partnerships and resources, and of course, what's in the middle of your value proposition. The only two things we have left are your cost structure, your cost structure and revenue streams. So if you have a business, you're going to have costs. You're going to have overhead. doesn't matter if it's a synagogue, a church, a business. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're going to have some, some cost to it, and you have to be very clear. You know, if your costs are more than you're taking in, how long can you do that for? Well, you can't do that forever. You know, maybe you can do it for a little while. Maybe somebody gives you a loan and gets you started or you sell some stuff. But let's face it, you can't take in less than, than, than you have. So, you know, if you're taking in, I don't know, $25,000 and your expenses are seventy five, eventually you're, you're not going to make it past the 10-year mark. You're going to crash and burn. So you have to sit down and you have to say, what are my cost structures? What are the most important things? Is it the house? Is it the real estate? Is it the car? Is it, is it the staff? And in most cases, if you know, you're going to scale this business, it's going to be going to be people. It's going to be salaries. And then the last thing is revenue streams. Are you making money while you sleep? Is it online? Do you have to be present you know, when the money's coming in? I guess this also has to do with investments, right? So as you're bringing money in, you're investing in it, and that's making your money while you sleep. Hopefully you have more than one stream of income. You know, people say, well, I want a secure job. Okay, fine, but what if you lose that secure job? Then you're done. Now, a married couple, they might have two incomes, or maybe even three or four. Who knows? But multiple streams of income is probably a, a, a good thing. I know people that they work in business, they're a hypnotist, but they also have real estate, they also have tenants, they also have the stock market. They have many different things rather than just a job or what they're doing to bring in money. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, I, first of all, I just discovered it. It worked for me. It helped me clarify this. And, and I really hope that you won't just listen to this, that you'll go online, you'll type in the business model canvas, watch a couple of YouTube videos, two or three, four, five minutes, download the PDF, and think about your great idea. Whatever your great idea is doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Your great idea might die on the vine. If one of these things are off, just one, you know, you can have everything here perfect, but if you don't know who your customer is, you're trying to sell to everybody, you're going to fail. If you're spending more than you're taking in, you're going to fail. 
if you don't have a value proposition and offer something that's unique, you know, that other people don't have, whether it's service or quality or quantity or whatever it is, you might fail. So I don't think, I can hear my father's voice, but I don't, I don't think Walm was built in a day, and you don't have to either. But as you look at this business model canvas, it'll help you take your idea and then place it on paper so that you can have a balanced approach to business to reach more people, to know who those people are, to be able to serve more people. And in the process of putting all of these pieces together, you have a better chance than a person that doesn't have a business model, someone that's trying to figure it out all by himself, which is the only thing, or worse yet, getting advice from people that have never done it or people that are telling you what to do and they never did it either. Just telling you things because they want to sell you the course. As you know, I don't have a course to sell you. I highly recommend you take a look at it. Stay focused, be great, and talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Check out Greg at gregdwyer.com. Be sure to download his ebook at gregdwyerebook.com to stay focused on what matters most to you. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. We want to thank you for listening. Now go make a difference in your world.